Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. All right, back in with our panel. Stephen Holliday, Deputy Mayor, and of course, having been returned as the counselor for Ward 3, soon to be Ward 2, and uh, also uh, David Sparrow, the National President of ACTRA, the Film and TV Actors Union here in Canada. Peter Sherman, likewise with us, uh, broadcaster, businessman, former MPP. Peter, before the break, I was saying, uh, you know, we can tee off on this issue. I'm sure you covered it extensively yesterday when you were sitting here in this seat, but, uh, you know, these Pipe bombs or uh, potential bombs have been sent to people like Robert De Niro, Joe Biden, Hillary Clinton, Obama, CNN, Maxine Waters, so on and so forth. And since we were talking about some people taking it now as uh, whatever impetus to uh, because there's so so much animus in the political discourse, uh, they see this as maybe a form of political protest or expression. Uh, How do you see this? What's given rise to this now? Well, what's given rise to it, I guess, is the fact that there's a great divide. And the great divide uh, in the States is being echoed to some extent here as as we see uh, labor taking in it. And, you know, yesterday I had an argument with Peter Tabbins who said you're libeling labor by suggesting that what happened in Laurie Scott's office was uh, the product of organized labor. I, I don't, and I said, well, you know, that's possible. I can't prove it. And I can't prove that the right sent the bombs either in the, in the States. Maybe it's false flag and the left did. The point is this. Violence and politics have always been there, and they've always been a nasty mixture, and they've always been the ultimate outgrowth of of, uh, of division between two sides. And in some way, uh, vandalizing Laurie Scott's office is not unlike the pipe bombs. Why? Well, nothing much happened to Laurie Scott or her people. It was pretty shocking, but nobody got hurt. None of the pipe bombs exploded. Nobody got hurt. So what does it mean? It, to me, right now, it means scare, don't injure. Uh, and and I don't think that makes it any better because I grew up in Quebec where bombs were used to inspire terror. And I knew another labor minister named Pierre Laporte. And that guy died for being labor minister of the province of Quebec because a terrorist group didn't like the way things were going down. The point is, one way or another, this is dangerous business. And uh, and if you can't sit down and talk it out, it's too bad. In the case of, of organized labor and keeping it close to home here, whether they're responsible for what happened to Lori's office or not, uh, they don't like the fact that they got a 21% raise on minimum wage back in January, 10 months ago, and that they're not going to get uh, another whack, another dollar uh, on January the 1st. I'm sorry. I can't feel sorry. All right. And by the way, David Sparrow, is there any way of putting this genie back in the bottle? Or do you think like we've crossed the point of no return? You know, when Peter Sherman alludes to Quebec, Sophia's written to me as well saying these recent pipe bomb things or vandalism are not new. And she cites the FLQ from the 60s. Uh, so was ever thus, or are we in new uncharted territory here? Well, I think uh, in in some ways people are more quick 
to move in these directions nowadays than in the past, but he's absolutely correct. It's uh, been throughout history this way, and we were talking during the break that uh, by comparison, uh, things that happen around the world in other political jurisdictions where people are hauled out into the public square and executed, um, we can only uh, pray and hope that we don't uh, go to those extremes in the future. We need to actually, I think, start to fight to bring back a civility and decorum and a respect for political well, how are you leaders. Do that? How are you going to do that? Well, uh, you know, I, I hate to uh, side with a leader uh, south of the border, but uh, maybe maybe media in general needs to stop tearing down every politician every single time they can, saying that all politicians do is waste money, all they do is uh, um, basically throw uh, other people under the bus and start to talk about the positive things that our political structures do. It's really sad that um, we have made it so that many good people choose not to enter the political arena because of what they feel, uh, some standard that they'll have to live up to that's uh, Right, or you've got to have a really, really thick skin. You do. And uh, which, yeah, and uh, you could make that argument for Trump and uh, even here in Ontario, Doug Ford, you know, I mean, the slings and arrows being directed his way. Stephen Holliday, you know, being in the political sphere. But uh, even when Doug Ford announced that he's canceling campuses in Markham, Milton and Brampton, these are, you know, three satellite campuses for Wilfrid Laurier, I guess the one in Milton and then Ryerson, as well as York U. Uh, they're saying, well, you know, uh, he's betraying young folk. And uh, there was an op ed piece in the start of that extent. Are these just the tough choices that are necessary to make uh, because he inherited a $15 billion deficit and there's going to be some blood on the floor? Well, that's the job of the government is now to wade through this and uh, rewrite the ship. I want us to stop for a second. It's a $15 billion deficit. I mean, that's $15 million with three more zeros after. To put it in perspective, I think the, tr- the city of Toronto whole operating budget for the year is is not even 13 billion yet so that's an enormous amount of money and my expectation of my premier because i'm a citizen of this province is to deal with these things and if it means that they have to put some uh, changes to the colleges on ice for a little while then that's his decision to make and he will live with the political fallout but you know i'm still thinking about some of the issues in hospitals and and uh, other needs in this province and He's got to wade through all of that. So that's his business decision to make. It was the business decision of the previous government to uh, engage in those. And now he's using his prerogative as, uh, I should say, they, the government, is using their prerogative to make the choices that they need to make. By the way, uh, there was something else that the Ford government announced. Uh, They're going to mandate new teachers to successfully complete a math content knowledge test before seeking their teaching registration. David Sparrow makes sense, doesn't it? Pretty good move, wouldn't you say? Wouldn't you congratulate the Ford government right here and now? I, I would I would say that I hope that our <laughs> teachers have a good basic understanding of, of all the ABCs and, and math as they uh, go into their uh, profession. So uh, one, one would hope that most of them would have no problem passing such a standard. Well, all right, but they're just making sure that uh, now they're proficient in math because this province at the grade six level, especially with the EQAOs, has languished, and uh, that's, again, being pro- Active on that front. Uh, we'll come back, discuss more topics worthy of discussion with our panel Peter Sherman, Stephen Holiday, Dave Sparrow on the Oakley Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.